0: Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. The doctors, the pills, they had all failed miserably. There was no cure for this malady. The incessant voices clouding his mind continued to chip away at his fragile sanity bit by bit. He prayed to God or whatever holy or unholy creatures that might be listening to take away the pain, the madness. And then one fateful day, his prayers were answered, but not by God. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight we feature a special tale produced in collaboration with 11th Hour Productions, an annual gathering of audio drama specialists dedicated to celebrating World Audio Drama Day, each October 30th, just a day before our personal favorite holiday. The play is from an original script by John Ballantyne we call it. Monsters Gay. If law
1: enforcement looked at the Nancurvis murder and the Watts murder, they didn't appear similar. Nancurvis wasn't raped. She was drowned. And then she was stabbed afterwards, her body dumped in the canal. Watts was beaten, stabbed, and
2: here she is, Rob. Just like I told you.
3: How do you always know this stuff?
2: Unlike you, I notice things.
3: <sighs> okay, so what? She's she's a jogger? Athletic type, right?
2: This time, no dry run. This time, it's for real.
3: Well, what if she sees me coming? Thinks I'm some pervert? Rapist or something? You ever been pepper sprayed? What if she screams
2: and someone hears? Don't be a wuss. There's no one nearby and it's dark. She's an easy target. Petite, pretty, just the way you like them, Rob.
3: Yeah. Right, right. Just, who the hell are you anyways?
2: You know who I am, Rob. Oh, oh yeah, right.
3: Some guy that I only hear through earbuds. Like, that's not completely psychotic.
2: We've been through this. Now, are you going to go through with the plan or shrink away like Look, some flaccid?
3: I don't even know this person, okay? Why would I...
2: The thrill... You've always been curious, haven't you? Always wanted to know what that moment felt like. And most importantly... She's on the list.
4: Hey. I just finished. Getting ready to leave. Amy couldn't run with me tonight. She had a thing with her family. That's right. It's a well-lit park, so don't worry. I'm fine. I have to train sometimes. Can't help it if it's after dark. Please don't give me any grief, okay? Yeah, I passed a couple homeless guys, but nobody bothered me. Nobody followed me. I'll text you when I get home, okay? Talk to you later.
2: You know what to do, Rob. First time is always the toughest. You never forget your first time. Leave slapping the cord so it swings easily around her neck. Keep a firm grip, though. That's right. Stay low. She can't see you on this side of the car. Now, Rob. Now!
3: Don't! Stop! What are you? Somebody help! Ah! Quiet. Me... Quiet. Please. Just quiet. Uh-uh. Oh Just i Just quiet.
2: Oh, my God. Bravo, my friend. Oh my God. Bravo.
3: God damn it. God
2: damn it. There's all kinds out there, Rob. Leg men, <sighs> breast men, guys with their odd <sighs> fetishes. But you... You love a long, slender neck, don't you?
3: How far will I go to keep my sanity? How far? I'm not sure what's the more frightening theory that Matthias is some psychotic delusion or that he might be real? He might be real? How did this nightmare even begin? I should have never stopped taking the meds. I'm sorry, something- appears that the mole scrambler has struck once again near the outskirts of the city. Authorities are so far not ruling out the possibility that the brutal slaying of 24-year-old Deborah Geller may be the work of the same individual who has inspired a wave of fear and panic throughout the historic community. Police Chief Wayne Cabello held a brief news conference this morning. At this time, we don't have any suspects. We are...
2: Mm. They're talking about us again, Rob
3: Talking about us? No, they're talking about you, you sick
1: Wait, hey, f- excuse me Are you using this machine?
3: Uh, no No, h- help yourself Thanks
2: What have we here? Who ordered the bitch? Oh, quiet Papa likes what papa's
3: Shut up What was that? Uh, um <clears throat> Sorry, I sometimes get caught up in the podcast, you know
1: Oh, right your earbuds, me too. What do you listen to? Uh,
3: mostly true crime stuff. Murder mysteries and you know, junk like that.
1: You're kidding. I love true crime. I'm a total addict. Wait, really? Absolutely. What's your favorite?
3: Uh, my personal favorite? Um, it's actually on hiatus at the moment. I'm kind of going through withdrawal. <laughs> I think the host had some life stuff come up. or
1: Monsters game? Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Are they coming back? Oh my god, I hope so. I've binged every
3: episode, like, two or three times.
1: What's the guy's name? The host? He makes it so interesting. He's got that little catchphrase.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, geez. Oh man, if you hadn't asked me. Um, gah, I, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. What's your favorite case to follow?
1: <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't say.
3: Hey, I'm a stranger, so it's not like I can rat you out to family and friends, right?
1: Well, this is going to sound twisted, but I'm really into serial killers.
2: No kidding. My kind of girl.
1: I mean, the psychology of those guys that do those terrible crimes. Well, it's a little morbid, but it's fascinating.
2: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> you think I'm some kind of whack job now, don't you? No, no, not, a- not at all. Just so we're not strangers anymore. I'm Scarlet. In fact, I think we live in the same building, the one two blocks down.
2: Ah, Scarlet, the cute mystery girl on the third floor. I'm
3: Rob. Nice to, uh, uh, meet you.
1: So, um, I I don't mean to be forward, but there's this little espresso place on the corner. You maybe want to grab a cup? Talk podcasts? Maybe share some cues? So does this stuff keep you awake at night? Hmm?
3: Coffee? No. Sleep is just a vague concept for me.
1: I don't sleep well either. It's tough being alone in the city. Especially with that lunatic running around.
3: So, uh, do you work in the area?
1: Yeah, um, I work at a local women's shelter. Do some volunteer stuff on the side. What line are you in?
3: Eh, it's just a call center job for a software company. Tech support. You know, it's a night shift.
1: No wonder you don't get any sleep. Well,
3: I had a 9-to-5 once. It was it was actually a pretty nice IT gig at a big company in Boston, but, uh, you know, I got laid off a while back. The past few years have been, you know, pretty rocky, really. <laughs> I had to move back in with my folks for a while.
1: Ouch. That stinks.
3: Yeah. Shit. What? Well, what's wrong?
1: I, got, I gotta go across town.
3: It's gonna be dark soon.
1: Yeah, I know. There's this support group I'm in. Gotta visit a friend of mine, make sure she doesn't relapse into a whole bad scene again. Look, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Hey, it's
3: it's not a problem. But you know, I got a car I could give you a lift. I mean I mean if you'd feel safer.
1: You don't have to do that.
3: No, no, it's it's no big deal at all.
1: Well Okay. Sure. I really appreciate this. Hey, it's
3: the least I can do for a fellow podcast addict, right?
1: Thanks. Is this your car? Jeez, what is that smell?
3: I think, um, maybe... Is this where you keep the bodies?
0: Uh...
1: <laughs> Come on! I need to get her quick or she's gonna freak.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing the son of Sam this week. The son of Sam was born... Richard David Falco, June 1st, 1953. You could totally off them
2: both right now. March right up there, wring their sweet little neck. Do
3: you want me to get cut? Is that what you want? We've established some ground rules here. It has to be with somebody that I do not know, that I haven't been seen with.
2: Someone you're not sweet on? I'm not listening to you. You're a sociopath, Robbie. You're not supposed to fall in love.
3: Look, haven't I done enough for you?
2: You crave it secretly, deep down. You know that you do. The sensation, the control, the power to hold a life in your hands.
3: That's it! I'm going back on the medicine, starting tomorrow!
2: Come on, Robbie. This is your art. They even have a name for you now. The Lowell Strangler. That really sings.
3: Okay, okay, shut up, shut up. She's coming back. Just do me a favor and shut up.
1: Hey, sorry. Hope I wasn't too long. Oh,
3: no, everything's cool. I was just listening to a podcast. It took
1: a little longer than I had anticipated.
3: So are you an AA sponsor? Keep folks from falling off the wagon? Something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that. Thanks for giving me a ride. Hey, sure thing. You mind sharing your earbuds?
3: Uh, yeah. Sure, here you go.
2: My, how cozy.
3: You didn't... Did you... Did you hear that?
1: Hear what? Oh, this is the Son of Sam investigation. You know some people thought he was part of a cult? That there was more than one murderer?
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that the dog that spoke to him that told him to kill belonged to the cult leader?
1: Yeah. A lot of his victims were just shot sitting in their car, like we are now. Out living their lives, no clue that death was just a heartbeat away.
3: <clears throat> well, uh, maybe we better get moving, huh? Yeah. That was the first night that we kissed. And that was the first night I decided my days of killing for Matthias were over.
2: What a hopeless romantic. One kiss from some little tart and you're going to throw it all away.
3: No, no, no. This is going to end
2: right now. Why? Because you're in a relationship? Is that your hang up? Rob, I could tell you things about your girlfriend, rather unsavory details. You're a liar! i'm not just some random voice in your head like the others the voices from a few years ago during your little breakdown the faceless demons No, rob i'm a different animal
3: i started taking the pills again huh huh how about that in a few weeks you're nothing but a sick memory
2: you know what happens when masters forget about hungry animals rob don't feed them they get eaten consumed is that what you want
3: I'm cutting off your line of communication no more haunted earbuds for this guy i don't have to listen to you anymore
2: you're making a big mistake dipshit we have an arrangement Ugh. Huh.
3: arrange that bitch <laughs> what? oh oh what's that oh i can't hear you big guy <laughs> try worming your way into my brain without those earbuds <laughs> As weeks passed, I left behind the sick head games. The haunting faces of those poor women I'd murdered. I buried them deep. I didn't need Matthias's game anymore. All I needed was Scarlet.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? I figured
3: I'd, you know, soap your back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what you want to soap. <laughs> Wait a minute no earbuds? I thought they were permanently attached.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I decided to give it a rest. You know, besides water and electronics, it doesn't really... Good call. Yeah. God, you are so beautiful.
1: The water's going to get cold. Who cares? Rob, can I ask you something? Sure. That prescription you take, (sighs) what's it for?
3: You really want to do this now? Yeah, I- Like, like, right here, right now?
1: Well... Look, can we just maybe get out and go to my room? Please? I just... wanted to make sure we're both up front. I mean, I'm not without demons. Like this group therapy thing I do, it's... it's not for alcoholics.
3: So what's it for?
1: It's support for victims of violent crime. What? People dealing with the aftermath, the post-traumatic effects.
3: Wait, you are... Wait, what happened?
1: A few years ago, um, when I was just a freshman in college, I was raped by this guy. Oh, my God. I was on campus. He was stalking young women. I was alone. There was nothing I could do. Oh,
3: my God. I'm so sorry.
1: It happened so fast. It was like a blur, but I remember every second of it. His face, his hands. Jesus. It's torture, like like a video that streams over and over in permanent loop. And I know this sounds sick, but in a way, I was lucky. He killed another girl the night before. Oh, oh my God. Jesus Christ, babe. I was in a really bad place for a while, emotionally. The scars, they never fully go away.
3: Did they catch this guy? Is the guy that still did this still out there on the street? I don't know. They never found him. But... but you're okay now.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's in the past now. I've stuck with the program over the years because I figured maybe my experience could help someone else, you know?
3: Okay. Okay, here it goes. Um, uh, a few years ago, I sort of had a, a meltdown. I started to hear things. Voices. Voices? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm crazy, right? <laughs> Lots of them clouding my brain. It was like... it was like a radio playing non-stop in my head. They weren't real, I know that now, but it took some time to come to grips with the truth. Anyway, I lost my job, my girlfriend at the time, and a lot of... Basically all of my friends.
1: Were you diagnosed with schizophrenia?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what they said. So, after I started taking the meds, the voices, they... They went away. Uh, Even... (laughs) Even the real ones. Because... Who wants to talk to a nutty schizo, right? You're not nutty. The silence. The isolation. It was its own hell. My doctor told me I needed to make new friends, start fresh, but in the meantime, to bridge the gap, maybe I should try listening to podcasts. I'm sorry. I just didn't want you to think I was just some crazy loser. Even if I am. I do not think that, Rob. (laughs) As long as I take the pills,
2: I'm pretty normal. Okay. Okay.
3: I'm not sure I've ever loved anyone before. I wasn't sure I loved Scarlet, but then it occurred to me one day that I would actually take a bullet to the head for her if it came down to it. I mean, I mean, that's love, right? Things were going really, really well. Until the night of the party.
2: Hey, what's happening, guys? oh Scarlet, you look amazing.
1: Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, at your service. <laughs>
3: yeah, that outfit nearly started a riot on the way over here.
1: Doug, this is Rob.
2: How do you do, Rob? Or should I say Blackbeard the Pirate? <laughs>
3: yeah, nice to meet you, yeah. I'm actually supposed to be Captain Jack Sparrow, Scarlet. She dressed me, so...
1: Aw, you look adorable. Great party, huh, guys? Hey, where's Emily? Have you seen her?
2: Spotted her at the mini bar just a second ago. Hey, hey. there she is. Hey, guys.
4: Glad you made it. Scarlet, you look so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this must be Rob.
3: Hi, nice to meet you.
4: The mysterious Rob. We've heard so much about you.
3: Dear God, it was like being struck by lightning. Like staring into the eyes of a ghost. I know you.
1: Rob. I've seen your face somewhere. This is Emily. She's part of our support group. It's great to see you. I know the past few months have not been easy.
2: Why? What happened?
1: This probably
4: isn't the best time, Rob. Oh,
2: it was a terrible loss. Terrible tragedy.
4: Tragedy? Tragedies are earthquakes, hurricanes, natural disasters. Tragedy. When some human animal takes an innocent life like Annie, that's something entirely different. There's a special place in hell waiting for that monster.
1: I'm so sorry, honey.
4: Excuse me, guys. Let me get this real quick. Hello? Rob.
1: Her twin sister Annie was murdered, strangled, in a local park just a few miles from here. They said she was his first victim. The
2: first victim? A little strangler, or whatever they're calling him. Now, you know, the police think he actually struck right after Emily got off the phone with her. Wow. Isn't that crazy?
3: She looks just like her.
4: Rob, that's your name, right? Yeah. This is weird, but it's for you...
3: Are you kidding?
1: Huh? He asked for you? (laughs) Someone playing games here at
4: the party, maybe? Who is it? I don't have a clue. Here.
3: Hello?
2: I'll bet you nearly shit your pirate pants when you saw her face, didn't you, Rob? Who is this? It's your old pal. You think I couldn't track you down?
3: I'm not playing your
2: game anymore. Remember what I told you about hungry animals? Well, I haven't been fed in weeks. Getting real hungry, Rob. Hungry?
3: What are you talking about?
2: You haven't given me what I want lately. Remember our little arrangement. I take away the voices. You know, the ones that nearly pushed you to the brink. That is, if you take care of my needs.
3: Your your, That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why did you need for those girls to die?
2: A violent death is like a work of art. A Picasso, a thing of beauty where I come from. Makes a good podcast too, don't you agree? I don't need you anymore.
3: I have Scarlet now.
2: Ah, precious Scarlet. You think she keeps the voices at bay, do you? You think the meds do? Well, here's a news flash for you, Robbie. I can make them come back anytime. Stop, stop, no,
3: please. That's enough, stop! Stop! Stop, stop please!
1: Rob?
2: What's wrong? It's real easy, Rob. Do what I tell you to do. Jump when I say jump. Rob? Or else, maybe next time, the local police will get a call implicating you in the murders. Oh, there's DNA from those dead girls all over the trunk of your car. Open and shut case. Maybe I call your Scarlet, too. Fill her in on who you are and just what you're all about. You see, I'm getting real good with these electronic devices.
1: Rob? I... Are you alright?
2: Just tell him the voices in your head told you to do it, Rob. The devils are at play.
1: What's going
3: on? I gotta go. Please tell me. I, I, I gotta go. Rob. Rob! I can't remember the last time I slept. keeps calling I just can't talk the to her
2: you're trying
0: to reach I
2: can't available. face her please leave your name number and a brief message at the beep
1: Rob I don't know what's going on with you please call me back I'm just I'm really worried about you
3: Matthias is relentless it's time to make another kill he's he's planned it all out I keep having these crazy thoughts, like, you know when you download a new app or service and you click I agree to those online contracts? The ones with the fine print that you never bother to read? What if you're signing away something really important? What if-
2: Don't be ridiculous, Rob. I don't want your soul. I want you to paint a Sistine Chapel of Death across the city.
3: If I wasn't such a coward, I'd swallow a bunch of sleeping pills and end this. Never wake up. (laughs) Maybe finally catch up on some sleep. Though I worry what might be waiting for me on the other side. A fast food joint? Let me guess, you want a burger and a shake?
2: It's after midnight, Rob. The night manager's closing shop. She's all alone. Soon she'll be walking out to a dimly lit parking lot to her car
3: and she's on this list of yours of course so who makes this list huh what exactly are the criteria for someone to get on this kill list here
1: christ scarlet what are you doing here i could ask you the same thing what the hell is this why won't you take my calls
2: get listen, rid of her listen Rob. to me
3: you can't be here right now okay you have to I go i don't
1: understand <sighs> I thought we had something. A future. Maybe, maybe even- Maybe we had the Listen.
2: wrong girl on the list, eh, Robbie? You
1: give me a second! Just one second, you homicidal piece of
3: shit! Who are you talking to? You wouldn't believe me. Just... just go. Explain
1: to me what's happening, or I'm not going anywhere. Explain to you
3: what's happening. Okay, okay. There's, there's this madman that whispers to me through these earbuds. Huh? How about that? Tells me to do things. And so help me, I do exactly what he says, or he'll unleash all manner of torment into my skull. I'm talking swirling hurricanes of screaming demons that tear away at me, bit by bit. Rob. Understand what I'm saying? You started to figure out just what a nutcase your boyfriend is? And tonight, well, tonight, he tells me to go for a little ride. Go out and grab a happy meal in the middle of the goddamn night.
1: They're closed!
3: Well, well yeah, damn Skippy, they're closed. I didn't say any
1: of this made sense now, did I? Are you here to kill someone? <sighs>
3: He pulls the strings, I dance. It's as simple as that.
1: Who? This voice?
3: Scarlet, I'd never hurt you, but he will. Or he'll have someone else hurt you. Someone
1: just as messed up as me, maybe worse. Rob, I need you to hear something. Hear what? I understand what it feels like.
3: (sighs) What are you talking about?
1: The other night while you were sleeping... I read your journal, or blog, or whatever it is you're keeping on your computer. What?
2: Told you it was a big mistake keeping that little diary of yours lying around, you dumb prick!
1: You wrote in such detail. You wrote about things you couldn't possibly know. I understand.
3: No, no, just because you read that stuff doesn't mean Bob. I
1: killed the man who raped me. He didn't just disappear. What? After I recovered, I planned it out all very carefully. I found him, followed him around, mapped out his whole routine, made sure there was no evidence, no witnesses, made sure he paid dearly for what he did. They'll never find his body, never tie him to me. No one cares because he was such a piece of filth.
3: Did you hear a voice too?
1: I did. <gasps> but it was my own. If I hadn't done it, I would have lost my mind. Oh my god. <sighs> you know how good it feels to tell someone? Jeez. You're the only one I can share this with. There's no support group for people like us. No one else that I can tell that understands the power of holding a life in your hands. Watching it ebb away. Taking enormous pleasure in it.
2: Didn't believe me when I told you there were skeletons in her pretty little closet, did you, Robbie? What's sick
1: is, some nights I dream of doing it again. But I can't. And I can't let you go on either.
3: What did you do, Scarlet?
2: I'm
1: sorry,
3: Rob. God, what did you do?
1: I'm really sorry.
2: Step out of the car. Hands where we can see them. Game's up, Robbie, you dumb bastard. Out of the car! Now
3: It's not so bad here. They took me off suicide watch the other week. So that's good, I guess. The doctor, he he allows me to keep my journal, encourages it in fact. They like to keep tabs on what's going on upstairs, which, (laughs) all things considered, probably isn't a bad idea. I don't hear the voices anymore. None of them. Probably has something to do with the meds they have me on. (laughs) They're a lot more potent than what I used to take. Anyway, no more faceless demons. No more Matthias. I don't even hear Scarlet anymore. For a while, I started to convince myself that none of them were real. Until the other night... Managed to borrow an old iPod Touch from another patient. Dude murdered his whole family with a meat cleaver, and they let him have an iPod. (laughs) At first I was just going to listen to music, but... I tapped into the Wi-Fi. Found my favorite true crime podcast was back, and suddenly, clear as day... I heard that voice once again. All
2: over the national news lately, the Lowell Strangler case. So, we continue our discussion with former girlfriend of alleged serial killer Robert Lee Grisby. Again, Scarlet, thank you for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me. It's kind of an honor. Monsters Game is one of my favorite podcasts.
2: Yes, thank you. You and Rob shared a love of true crime podcast, didn't you? Yes, that's actually how we met. And what about this ghoulish voice?
3: The that doctor Rob had fed me you. lies. That son of a bitch is real. Matthias is real. Not just some manifestation of an imaginary devil pulled from memory to excuse my crimes. He's real. Maybe he orchestrated all of this to create more salacious murders for his podcast. I fear for those that fall for his game. Oh, for Scarlet. I fear for any that are within the sound of his voice right now.
2: But that doesn't push most of us to murder... Does it?
1: Not most of us, but there's really no telling what someone might do to hold on to their sanity, is there?
2: Can you stick around for a few more minutes, Scarlet? Absolutely. We need to give a brief shout-out to our sponsor, and we've got more stories to cover. Apparently, there were devils at play in the world of true crime while we were on hiatus. Devils at play. This is your host, Billy Mathias, on Monsters Game.
0: You've been listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight's tale, Monster's Game, was written by John Ballantyne and produced in association with 11th Hour Audio Productions. More tales of terror can be found at 11thHourAudio.com. This episode was produced and directed by Steve Snyder. Co-produced by Travis Vingroff. Series produced by John Ballantyne. Featured in the cast were Bobby Gaglini as Rob, Sarah Caitlin Taylor as Scarlett, Dexter Heron as Matthias, Tanya Milosevic as Annie and Emily, and Edward Champion as Doug. Also featured were Matthew Boudreau, Sarah Golding, and Fiona Thrill, Special thanks to True Crime Garage and Already Gone Podcast. Production assistance by Eva and Anya Schneider. Original music by Kevin Hartnell. The song Betrayal, written and performed by Random Encounter. Sound design by Travis Vengroff. Additional sound courtesy of Free Sound Project. Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne Share the horror and visit us at com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theatre.